Yo, what up, what up, what up? Yo, what up, everybody? Yo, we're back finally for another season, per se, for the NBA. So what's going on, man? Tell me, talk to me. What's the standings? Not Cleveland, a little surprising out there. Yeah, uh, Cleveland definitely, man. Uh, they're, they're probably the biggest surprise of the season as far as like teams, you know, that are overachieving, you know, doing better than people thought. Uh, I definitely would say Cleveland is the biggest surprise over, even even more so than Washington. Word. Because at least Washington, you know, made the playoffs last year. Uh, Cleveland was like a sure bet for a lottery team, and um, and you know I don't know if they're definitely gonna make the playoffs or not, but they're definitely much better. Like the, the improvement is real. Whether yeah. that's gonna sustain, I don't know, but um, I'm definitely impressed by the Cleveland. Thirteen guys. and eleven right now. That's pretty good. Five and seven at home. Yeah, um, and they're doing this without the, well, without Kevin Love, right? Yeah, and without um, the leading score Sexton too, right? You know, and, well, and Garland stepped up definitely. Garland, right? you know, Garland's definitely the guard mm-hmm. in the future for them. And uh, Evan Mobley right now is a rookie stud. of the year. Stud. He's a rookie of the year. Stud right? man. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, he definitely took that leap over the kid from Toronto. Was the name? Uh, well, I think I think it's close. You know, I, I right now I'd have to say um, Mobley is. Um, is slightly ahead, but it's close. You know, they're both having huge impacts on both teams. But uh, Mobley's ability, his defense, and I didn't realize he was going to be such a good defender, considering the fact that he's so slender. Yeah, yeah. But he can cover the floor and block shots, and he's just, he's awesome. Yeah, no, he's, uh, I've been seeing all the highlights from him and shit. But the kid from uh, Toronto's good, too. There's a couple of good Scotty Barnes, he's right there, too. I, I, it's that connect between Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes. Um, same thing, Scotty Barnes. I, I, the, the big thing with him was was his scoring on the translate. You know, the defense would translate, and the, and the playmaking was there. It was, you know, because his lack of a, of a three point shot was, was you going to be able to be a, a, a scoring threat in his rookie year. And he's averaging just under 15 a game, so he's definitely getting some buckets out there and bringing everything else to the table. So those are the two most impressive rookies thus far, and Kate's coming at them like he got off to a slow start but Kate he's starting to yeah he's starting to like really round out um and then you have some other guys man that I, I wasn't expecting this Franz yeah, his draft is looking pretty deep actually I was not expecting Franz Wagner to look as good as he has for yeah. the Orlando Magic you got Jalen Suggs who's still Jaylen you know pretty Suggs. decent out there yeah I mean, I mean all these guys rookie, are in the first yeah. year so you know but, but Jalen Suggs already has had flashes but the guy I really like um, is Josh Giddy, man. He could ball. That that kid could ball. Josh Giddy, huh? Josh Giddy. Yeah. Man. Once he gets a three-point shot and his touch, you know, he gets there, um, he's gonna be a, a scoring threat. Yeah. But he's already rebounding and getting assists like a like a pro, mm-hmm. like a season pro. And he's got all the moves. He's got all the, you know, step backs, all the euro steps. He's got handle. Um, I think Josh Giddy's gonna be really good. I don't think he's gonna be rookie of the year. I don't think he's going to surpass Scotty Barnes or Evan Mobley or even Kate Cunningham. Word. But when we look at this draft five years from now, he's going to be one of the best players from that draft. Yeah, I mean, look at Scotty Barnes. They're, so far, the NBA has him in the rookie ladder number one. He's averaging 15 points per game and eight rebounds, huh? He's fucking balling the fuck out. I mean, the only reason I won't put him number one is because Toronto has been having a disappointing season. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they, they lose, obviously, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, right? they lost a lot of their guys. Um, but I, I, that's the thing. I think Evan Mobley, because the Cavs are doing so well, and he's such, he's probably 
defensive presence. Him and presence, Garland. Huh? Him and Garland are their MVP. And for a rookie to be like the most valuable player on the team that's currently right now yeah. in playoff seating, you got to give it to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nah, he's out there blocking shades, averaging 14 points per game, eight rebounds, two assists. He's a real deal. He's a real you know, that's the thing about if I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, I'm f- I'm finally, finally I'm getting some hope. Yeah. I, when I look at how Garland's improved, yeah. and now I look at um, somebody like Evan Mobley that's only going to fill out, he's only going to get better. Yeah. If now you have a, a point guard and a center that you can, and, and, and not just a center, he's like a modern center. You know, he can switch, he can play the four. Yeah, hybrid, right? He's like this hybrid big that's like a big wing and a, and a big man in, in one body, and um, if I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, I am finally hopeful of a team post LeBron, which yeah. is like, you, you, that was different. You could never say that. You could never say, maybe you could say that during Kyrie's yeah. rookie year. You know, he's so good yeah. that you thought, but obviously I didn't, didn't end up all that well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> they, should I, use, they should use Sexton as trade bait, honestly. Right, I, I, well, back. they didn't extend him over the summer, so mm-hmm. he's going to be a restricted free agent. Um, I think the plan was going to be to trade him, and, but what I think, if I'm a Cavs fan or another thing, I'm going, oh my god, I'm so glad they didn't extend Sexton and give him 100 million over the summer. Yeah, and kept Garland, man. Uh, they were well, yeah, they're gonna, they're, I think they're always going to keep Garland, um, but, um, but they got, they, listen, the Cavs, man, they're looking nice, mm-hmm. not just right now, but for the future, so. Yeah, yeah not um, young, I man. can't say enough about the Cavs, and, they, and I, oh, and not only that. Fucking Jared Allen. Dude. Jared Allen. Jared boy. Allen. Yeah, yeah, boy. He's yeah, killing he's it. killing it. Center, yeah, from the Nets. I mean, he was good in the Nets, but Jesus, he's dunking on people now. Bro. He's doing all types of shit. He was yeah. decent. That was a great pick by the Nets. Guy, I know. Like, they, yeah. were, they made some really sneaky, yeah. good picks. moves. Not sneaky. I mean, we, I think people liked the Jared Allen deal last year, but yeah. now you kind of seeing it come together, mm-hmm. and they're winning games, and now you're like, wow. Um, even, yo, bro, even Laurie Markham before he got hurt, I, I don't know if he was hurt or it was COVID, but he had a little stretch run where he was playing good for them too. Yeah. And they're playing Laurie Markham at the three, and I'm like, how are these guys doing this with Laurie Markham at the three spot? But it's it's working, man. And, uh, and that's, that's true. I forgot about Laurie Markham. Yeah, they got a lot of dudes. You know, if you're not watching Cavs games regularly, you'll watch a game and you'll be like, oh, I forgot that guy was on that. Yeah, right. And they still have Isaac Okoro. Who, um, yeah, I like defensively. Yeah, defensively. Like yeah. now that they got the, their two or three cornerstones, Isaac Okoro is a nice piece because it's not like he has to come in and get get you buckets. He can just come in and do what he's good at, which is defending and just get a three point shot, and yeah. he'll be a nice piece with that. And they moved him to the two, I think. Right now that Sexton's hurt. Um, then they I, have him at the two, yeah. Yeah, and they have, and, you know Rubio. Rubio's out Rubio, there. Rubio yeah. playing well for them, man. Yeah. They got a nice little team, and I hope they make the playoffs because they're a fun team to watch. And I can't. I, this is the most excited I've ever been for a Cavs team. Yeah, right. Like really. Um, yeah, now nah, look at it. Jared Allen balling out out here. Let's see what he's been doing. Sixteen and eleven, balling out. No, they got. A, they got Taco a lot of guys. fall out there, you know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But I mean, yeah. C.D. Osman, Denzel Valentine. Yeah, I mean, Sexton. those guys aren't. You know, that's not another main rotation. Evan right? Mobley, Darius Garland, Kevin Love still hurt. No, Kevin Love's, he's, he's playing. Dean Wade, I see. Oh, he's back? He's off the bench. Off the oh, okay, bench. I seen Dean Wade play. That's right. I saw him play a couple times. Um, he's decent. He's young again. Got young guys, man. But um, the Cavs, you know, if they make some decent moves, keep their cap space, make some decent trades, um, you know, they could look. They could be a nice team, man. I, you know, because honestly, 
Other than a cast team with LeBron, when have you ever talked about the cast? Throughout my whole childhood. I mean, when they, well, we were really talking well, we about We were like four or five years old. Yeah, yeah, like, during our life, when has there been a decent cast team other than when LeBron James has been on the squad? Well, when Jordan hit that shot and he jumped in the air, in the face to kind well, yeah, of like, more saying, twice, was it? Yeah, but we were, we were like four years old. I know, yeah, nah, it's been. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, this, this is the first non-LeBron Cavs yeah. team that's like, oh, they're pretty good. Like, they're all right. Mm-hmm. Let's see, man. Yeah, we'll see, man. Um, talking about LeBron, you saw you saw Bronny Wade out there playing at the yeah playing at LeBron's fucking alma mater. He looks alright, man. He looks pretty good. He ranks, I think, like seventy something in his class. Yeah, so, you know. But yeah, you never know. He's LeBron's son, so he'll get a chance. You know, talking about sons though. Gary Payton Jr. Oh, yeah. I've been watching. You've been watching what yeah. Gary Payton Jr.? He could deep the fuck oh, up. Oh, well, that was... That was see, known, yeah. That, that was known. known. But he's actually jumping there uh, off the but fucking... What, the thing about Gary Payton Jr. is, and, and he's the one guy where, like, he can't... He couldn't just go to any team and he was going to succeed. Yeah, he needed a team like He needed, a, like, the perfect team where they can really use what he brings to the table. Yeah. Because he can't shoot threes. He's really not much on offense. He can't create. Yeah, he I can mean, just, he can finish. He can finish. Yeah, he has some nice ups. You know what I mean? And, and I think he'll get better. Don't get me wrong. But they utilize him specifically for that defense. Yeah. And then because they have so many smart players that know when to hit you off the cut. when to, Like, they have so many guys that can really pass the ball. It opens up his finishing. Facts. And... Oh man, he's having a great year, and I'm happy for him. Yeah, that man, guy, oh, that, yeah, he's, he's not, in the G League. He's Gary Payton's son, but he's grind. He had a grind to. Uh, Jay almost dropped his mic. He had um. He had a kind of grind, man. G League, summer league, to yeah. really find the niche, and, and and it's paying off for him, and that's really cool to see, man. Because um, I like I like watching him play. That is exciting to watch. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely, man. And uh, you know, the Warriors obviously going through the rookie ladder still. Kate Cunningham, like you said, yeah, he's been. Going yeah, up definitely the third. And then after that, to me, it's like... Your uh, boy Giddy, Josh Giddy, man. Yeah, yeah Giddy and Wagner time. probably are, are the next rookies up after that. Um, but we're watching a Josh Giddy uh, highlight right now, actually. But I like him, man. He can bring the ball. He can, He's basically a point guard. He's pretty big, too, man. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Bro, his passing is ridiculous. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. His, he already passes, like, with the best of them. That's crazy. Not he's only 19, and... Um, yeah, he's, he's good, man. Yeah, man. And just rounding up the top five, so we got Franz Wagner. I've seen him against the Knicks. He's had a couple of nice yeah. highlights on the yeah. Knicks. Yeah. I've seen that. Magic beat us twice. Yeah, the Magic, Magic beat us twice, Knicks man. twice yeah. man. Yeah, man. But talk about other teams. I mean, like we said, the Raptors, right? They're, what, what are they, number 12 in the East? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's no, they're 11 and 13, though. Um, I mean, you look at the difference between 12 and 8. Yeah, it's, it's a like difference of just a couple of games. I mean, the number eight team and number seven is tied, which is the Cavs at 13-11, yeah. Boston 13-11. So 11-13, 13-11, with so much of the season left, it's still, yeah. you know, some of these teams are going to move up, some are going to move down. So um, New York Knicks, they're number 11. They started hot. We started 5-1, and, and now we're, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I, obviously anybody who's following knows what's going on with the Knicks, and Kemba's out of the rotation. And yeah. to be quite honest with you, as much as I hate to say this, uh, Kemba's going to be out of the league, in my opinion. In, within the next... By next year, I think he's out of the league. Those are some tough, tough predictions, man. I, I don't think it's much of a prediction because he... They bench, he can't... He, I told, you remember, you know, I don't know if you remember, when we first saw the first game, I told you that I feel like he can't get by anyone. And I know we were like, yo, it's just the first game. Yeah, it was. It was we had a good... But it's it looks like it's carrying that, over throughout the rest He of the can't season. get by people like he used to. Turning he can get by people sometimes, depending on who's the defense. But it's just... 
because he can't score at the volume that he used to be able to on most nights, yeah. what else does he bring into the table? Yeah, I know. Like, he can't guard anybody. He's got no size. The little guards that can score, once they lose that ability to basically drop 30 almost every night, yeah, it's hard. They're, they're out of the league quick. Isaiah, I don't think it's a coincidence that once Isaiah Thomas got hurt, yeah, he wasn't able to really stick in the league. He's, you know... Um, yo, even somebody like Allen Iverson. Once Allen Iverson lost it, yeah. he did not stick did around for long because there's nothing else. Really he, then he goes to Japan, uh, China, something for a little bit. Yeah, I, I know he came back with the. He he basically he got traded to Detroit, didn't fit. He left there, went to Memphis. Didn't want to come off the bench. That didn't work. Then they went to Philly. He was done. He went to the Nuggets for a little bit too, right? He was a Nuggets. He was playing well with the yeah, Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Once they traded him to, to Detroit, that's kind of where the downfall started. Um, and then you look at guys, for example, like Vince Carter, who once he wasn't able to really score thirty every night because of his size, because of his outside shot. You gotta adjust his, the game. Man. You know what I mean? He was able to find the niche. He had another ten years of just being a role player. So those little guards, once you lose that ability to score, um, it's it's tough to you know unless you're willing to take a super bench role, yeah. which a lot of those guys aren't. Um, it's tough for them. And yeah, so I don't, I hope I'm wrong. I like Kemba. Yeah. I just don't see it though anymore, you know? Yeah. But hey, he made his money though. At least he got He definitely did. He definitely made his money, man. Um, Brooklyn number one, 16 and 7. You know, yeah. Of course. You know, uh, for now, I mean, Detroit, I mean, Detroit, I mean, uh, Chicago's um, nipping at the heels. And I think Milwaukee's going to make a run. Chicago, man, uh, playing pretty well as well, man. Caruso out there. I've seen some nice, some nice play from him. I think Caruso um, might be the sixth man of the year. Lonzo out there. You know, you got DeMar. You got yeah, this little squad over there, man. Chicago, no, Chicago's a legitimately good team. Um, it's, not mean, a, it, yeah. it's, it's not like... A, I've seen them play now against some really good teams that beat them. Yeah. And some of the teams that they've lost to, um, they, they were up big and then they kind of lost it at the end. Um, I think I saw a game like that with the, against the Clippers. Um, I think they beat the Clippers. Um, and it went to overtime, and they almost beat, they, they Alright, man, but yeah. Sorry, some technical difficulties, but those bulls, yeah, man. So, yeah, as I was basically saying, uh, anyway, Alex Caruso, six man of the year so far, man. Falling out. Facts. Washington Wizards. Um, yeah, they're another team that's, uh, surprising. Um, I didn't think they were going to be as good, um. Uh, but my son Soul Jr. He's doing a, a great job, first year coach, and it, that's great to see because his his dad has you know these just crazy ties to the you know West for anybody who doesn't know West Soul Jr.'s father was Soul. He's the greatest Washington Wizards or slash Bullet of all time. Yeah. Uh, they won chips for that. Uh, so um, you know for his son to be coaching and doing so well, that's that's really cool, and uh, I didn't expect him to be that good. Boston at number eight right now, thirteen and eleven. Yeah, they've been. Uh, they didn't get up to the start. I think some people thought they would. Um, they still have a pretty good team, but they're not clicking. Um, I mean, individually, a lot of these guys are playing well, but they've had some injuries. Jalen Brown hasn't been playing too much this year, um, and then they had some drama. You know, Marcus Smart basically saying, <laughs> "You know, you guys got to pass the ball more." Talk about driving to, and, Mar and Marcus Smart. I seen that that he's saying that they're not they yeah. hide the ball. But did you see when? Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure you did when Jokic uh, pushed fucking. Uh, yeah. Well, that was um, that was against the uh, Clippers. Yeah. Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris. Yeah. 
pushed um, that motherfucker, bro. Right? And then the brothers apparently are arguing now, like uh, Jokic's brothers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the show to the game, uh, Marcus Morris, first of all, uh, cheap shotted Jokic first. First, yeah. No. And then decided to turn around immediately. Uh, and the Morris brothers are known to be a little bit of a dirty player. Right. Oh, yeah. They always start in trouble. Yeah. That's what they do. But, um, yeah, it's just, that's all bullshit, though. I mean, none of these NBA players are going to do anything. They're NBA players. That's, all, that's what typically happens. They yeah. just, so it's all bunch. It's just, it's just, you know, the media takes that and they like to make it a big thing. Yeah, they always do that But ain't nobody doing shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, he's a big boy, too, man. They ain't like back on the day. Yeah, no, back in the day, Like, you know, nobody was doing, like, that stuff like Charles Oakley or Xavier McDaniel. It was crazy. Phil Lampier out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Even, even Bird, bro. Bird used to get damn. Back in the day, guys used to fight, man. <laughs> you know, nowadays, these guys are, it's crazy. They don't, they're, they're going to do anything but fight, and then they're going to act so tough yeah. on social media. That's what happens, man. Yeah. But, anyways, this is what it is. And talking about the West Coast, man, the Golden State Warriors, 19 and 4, number one. Number one in the whole NBA, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, right now they got the best record in the league. All tied with, tied with Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Golden State. I didn't think they were going to be this good. I thought they'd be a playoff team, but I, I hadn't. I didn't think they were going to be this good. I can't good. wait for Clay to come back to see how that team looks. Yeah, I mean, that's only going to make them even deadlier. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think Jordan Poole was going to be this good. Yeah, he's Jordan playing, Poole's been playing awesome. He's averaging like 18 per game. Right? Averaging 18 a game. He's shooting the ball real well. Um, Is James Wiseman even playing? No, he hasn't played yet. Yeah. yeah, so that's another thing. They're missing you know, a pretty good player. The big guys look pretty good for them, yeah, too. Yeah. And he's not getting as many minutes as some other guys, but in the minutes he does get, he, he does things sometimes yeah. where you could see the potential. But Steph, Steph is playing to... Uh, Steph's one of the 10 greatest players. Ever. Amazing, that guy, yeah. man. It's amazing the thing he does. He just yeah, no, nah, he's. Um, I mean, there's nobody, there's nobody that's ever been like him. He's yeah. insane. When I mean, you watch him play, and he's going, it's insane. His shot is fucking. I mean, you know, there's nothing like it, man. The only thing you can compare it to is kind of like Shaq, but like in the sense of like Shaq commanded so much attention in the interior yeah. that you had to have three or four guys on him. Which opened everything up for the perimeter players. Steph is like you have to put so much attention on him on the perimeter Word. that that's why Golden State's so good because I have to put two, three, four guys sometimes to guard Steph before he even as soon as he crosses half court. Which then you put four, four other guys that know how to dribble, pass, and shoot that are probably only have one real defender there. It's a four and one basically, yeah. and that's what makes their offense so deadly. Yes, one state was looking awesome, but they definitely still need a guy that can create on their own, on his own besides stuff. Yeah. Because hopefully Clay's that guy, man. Hopefully Clay's back. Yeah, but even Clay, you know, I don't expect Clay to be a hundred percent what Clay was. Yeah. He's going uh, coming off an ACL and yeah, and an Achilles and an Achilles. So, um, and you know, he's not a guy that's gonna put it on the floor that much. He's always been you know a shooter. So, I really think they need another guy to create because if. Uh, Based on the games against Phoenix, that, that's how Phoenix, you know, did. That's what they did with Steph. They put Mikel Bridges on him and put a lot of long defenders on him. And I'm not saying you're going to stop Steph every night like that, but when it comes to the playoffs, that's what I'm saying. They're going to be fine regular season, but if the Golden State Warriors want to win the chip, yeah. 
they need that other guy that can create besides stuff. Because Jordan Poole, for the most part, is mostly a shooter. He's not really a guy that's going to... But he's been impressive this year. Yeah, he's good. He can shoot the ball, but he's not a guy that's going to break down the, the defense like in the Western Conference Finals and, yeah. you know, uh, be that difference maker uh, to that degree. So, How about Draymond out there in ball? Draymond's playing well. He's playing really good. He's the anchor of the defense, and he's, you know, he's definitely a defensive uh, player of the year candidate this year. Um, they, they're really good. They're really good. Um, you know, we'll see what happens when they run against, when run up against Phoenix, or even let's see if the Lakers turn it around. They're right now 12 and 12. It's not, it hasn't been looking good, but the talent is immense. So if they if they start clicking, um, and maybe not so many injuries, I still think the Lakers could be scary. Is Jamal Murray back? No, no, no. He's he's still out. Yeah. So when he comes back, that Murray, you know, if he comes back this year. Well, yeah, they, they can still be good, but they really needed their team to be healthy. They, I mean. Michael Porter Jr. is pretty much out for the rest of the year. Yeah, the number seven. Um, yeah, and to me, Jokic is an MVP candidate just because he hasn't had yeah. his two best players next to him, and he's uh, still in the playoff hunt, and he's putting up crazy numbers. But it sucks what happened with Michael Porter Jr. Uh, he's going to be out the year. They just signed him to a max deal. Yeah, and that summer. pack too, man. That pack and, is acting uh, up again. Yeah, well, he has to have surgery sucks, over, I think, some uh, nerve issue in his back, so that, that's not good. Yeah, hopefully he um, heal, heals up. But... That's a big blow to Denver because if they would have had a healthy team going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, that to me would have been a team that would have been right there with the Golden State, and Phoenix, and Utah. Right. Um, so that's a big blow to them. And Memphis at number four, huh? Memphis, um, yeah, they're coming off the biggest win of all time against any NBA team. Seventy-three teams. They, they, they beat the Thunder, I think, by something, something over seventy. Sounds ridiculous. I don't know. That it was insane. Um, the Thunder, you know, basically they're a G League team, it seems. So, That's crazy, man. But I don't think uh, Memphis is going to make the playoffs. They're 13-10 right now, but they're without John Morant for a while. Um, I don't know in the West, man, if they're going to be able to survive John Morant missing games. I mean, they're coming off a huge win um, against the Thunder. You know, who knows? Maybe that carries over to, you know, good vibes. But um, I don't like John Morant being out for an extended period of time for the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, the Anthony Mel. That's all he's been playing pretty decent. Yeah, they got some of the a lot of their guys are, are, are playing pretty good. Um, Desmond Bain's playing uh, playing really good. Uh, Jerry Jackson Jr. starting to play yeah, really good. Yeah, I saw good. him go out in that. Um, like, dude, they won that game without, like you said, without John Morant. That game, yeah, they broke records, and he was going. Oh, he had like twenty seven, I think. Yeah. yeah. So you know, but I don't know. I, I just think without John Morant, it's gonna be tough. If they're you know they missed let's say ten games or something. Utah Jazz, number three. Yeah, you just Utah Jazz are um, solid. Um, you know, they're real good. They got all their guys right now. They're healthy. Um, they're just a really good team. I don't believe in them in the playoffs. So yeah. I think in the playoffs, they get exposed, but they're a really good regular season. Team. Yeah, they are. Uh, Clippers out on the number five right now. Um, Paul George balling the fuck out. I've been watching him. Yeah, he's, he's, well. he's going. To, he got off to a really good like first ten games. Um, he hasn't been playing as well as his last 10 games, but um, Paul George overall has been playing really good. And they got a lot of guys there that are stepping up. Uh, you know, so they're holding on the floor. They can just be right around 500 a little bit over until Kawhi gets back. Hopefully Kawhi can get back before the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, they can, who knows, they can make some noise. Because with a healthy team, a healthy Clippers team, um, that's still, you can't sleep on them. Yeah. When they get Kawhi, these. Mm-hmm. Like 90%, 85% there? Yeah. You can't sleep on the Damn, 15 for the New Orleans Pelicans. 
Yeah. Fifth. You know what's funny? I saw a picture today of uh, Zion last year compared to he gained some weight, man. Oh, he gained a lot of weight. He gained. He gained. He, he, he definitely like got he bigger, was, man. Uh, must be the Mountain Dew company. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. Must be the paper. I don't know. He got used to NBA life. I don't know. Man. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not a good sign. I don't know. Um, and I think Zion is going to be the one of the first players to take the qualifying uh, qualifying offer, mm-hmm. not take the max. Yeah. And he's gonna try to become an unrestricted free agent and leave New Orleans. He it doesn't seem like he wants to be a Pelican. Yeah, it seems like I got away. He's been putting on numbers already, I believe. Who? Uh, Zion. Zion hasn't played this year. He hasn't played at all. No, he hasn't played yet. Wow. He's still out. He might be coming back, maybe mid December. He just started playing five on five, I think, recently. Well, yeah, he needs to play a little bit more. Um, fucking getting some weight for out there. Um, it's just crazy. So, but no, he hasn't played this year so far. Yeah. See Sacramento, they're number uh, 11 right now. I was watching them play uh, Tyrese Halliburton, man. Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton's playing. He's had, he's, he's had an up and down season, but he's played good the last couple games. Uh, I mean, Sacramento has not been playing that well overall. They got to a good start, but then they fired Luke Walton. Ever since Gentry took over, I think they're like 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I mean, they're 10 and 14. If they can make a run, that's a lot of season left. I like Alvin Gentry as a coach, yeah, yeah. so I wouldn't be shocked if uh, they're in the playing. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I got to see that. But we'll see, man. Uh, Minnesota, though, number nine. Ooh. That's, to me, the most surprising is Minnesota because um, I just don't like that team because of lack of defense, but they've been playing better. Man. They got they really went to a... I think they lost five in, like four or five in a row. Yeah. And it was like the same old Timberwolves, but the last eight or ten games, they've been playing pretty good. Um, so, you know, they're, they're looking a little bit better, and Carl Anthony Towns has been playing good, but Anthony Edwards, that kid yes, sir. is a stud. stud. That kid is a stud. A stud. I saw him pop 47 on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. He, he was looked, talking shit to, to uh, Steph in that game, too, a little bit. He said, I'm going to drop 50. He said something like that. Yeah, I mean, he had, like, I think 40 already at that point, yeah, but... Yeah. But, yo, that kid can ball, he can score, and he's only 19. Uh, no, I'm sorry, excuse me, 20. A fresh 20, though. Yeah, fresh 20. Um, but he's so good already, man. And he's still raw. Like, he's got mad skill, but he still has to learn how to get a better feel for the NBA game. Once that happens... Yeah, he is good. He's so athletic and strong. He can shoot. His, you know, he'll, he's gonna be, he's gonna become a better shooter. But his stroke is nice, and nobody can stay in front of him. Oh, hell no. Nobody yeah, can stay in front of this kid. You move out his way, um, he comes through. I mean, nah, he's gonna, he might be the best player in the league in a couple of years. Maybe. I mean, he's got to do it on the defensive end, and he's got to, he's got a few things he's got to work on to get to that point. But he's gonna, I'll say this, he's gonna be one of the best players mm-hmm. in the league. Um, but he's, he's, he's really important. Yeah, he is, man. He's, 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 he's a pick for too. a reason, right? I mean, shit. A lot of people didn't, you know, think he was, he was, um, and you know what? Pick worthy. And he has personality, man. He's pretty oh, yeah, he's funny. Great. His interviews are all funny, he's man. A, yeah, he's great with him. Yeah, and, and it seems like he's a humble kid, too, man. Seems like he got a good, you know, head on his shoulders, so good for him. 
Anthony Edwards out there balling, man. So let's go on. I mean, MVP race, right? Uh, early MVP. I mean, Steph got that in the bag right now. I think so, right? He's running away with it. Um, I Steph to me is probably the number one candidate. I don't know if he's running, running away with it. I think you got to give. I think Chris Paul's got to be right there. Yeah, because I mean, look at Phoenix. Um, the same thing. So uh, to me, Chris Paul's right there. Uh, I still think Kevin Durant. Is a MVP candidate. He's not the, the number one candidate, yeah. but um, the fact that the uh, Nets are still number one in the league, he's leading the league in scoring. Um, he's right there. And then to me, no, uh, no kid, uh, Nick, uh, uh, Jokic. I'm sorry, the yeah. Joker. Yeah, man. He's still an MVP candidate. He's a reigning MVP right now. So yeah. I think those are the four guys. Um, I mean, you got some other guys you can throw in the mix, but to me, those are the four guys right now. Yeah, I have to agree with you. But right now, my front runner will have to be. Uh, Steph. Yeah, yeah, I think he's the front runner right now. I just think it's a little closer. I think Chris Paul's like kind of right there. I, I you know. Yeah, you think it's close. I mean, they just uh, they just won yeah, eighteen they, in they a They got row, the same record right now. Yeah, they got the same record yeah. now too. So yeah, man, Chris Paul and and Chris Paul's won MVPs before. Right? No, he's, he's never won, won an MVP. Wow. He came close one time, but he came second to Kobe. Wow, yeah. Um, that was the year New Orleans just like the New Orleans. Hornets at the time. Yeah, with Dave West. They had David with West. With Dave West and Peja. That team yeah, just kind yeah. of blew up out of nowhere. Um, that was a great year for J.R. Smith. Was J.R. Smith on that squad? No, he was not on that squad. J.R. Smith and the fucking... But yeah, man. Um, Chris Paul. Huh? Let's see. I, 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 I couldn't believe he never won one. No. That's crazy. No. Um, Coach of the year. Who do you think is that? Well, I said earlier, I, I think Wentz Unsell Jr. is a candidate. I don't know if he's the front runner, but... He was a front runner a couple of weeks ago when uh, Washington was like number one. Yeah. But uh, you got it. JB Bickerstaff for the Cavs. Those two guys you got to throw in the mix. Yeah. None of those teams I thought were, especially the Cavs, were going to be as good as they are so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after that, you know, you're going to have to put, you got to put Monty Williams as the front runner. Though. Yeah. Monty Williams to me is a front runner right now for Coach of the Year. He's the Phoenix Suns, right? Yeah. Um, Thibodeau won the Coach of the Year last year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you got to put Monty there. I mean, Steve Kerr is an easy choice, yeah, but he's but won it before, and yeah, it's the Warrior. Although, I think he's a legitimate candidate because it ain't like they got a healthy Clay and Kevin Durant out there. He's doing this with, you know, Jordan Poole's like the secondary, yeah. and Andrew Wiggins. So, I, I'm a little more impressed with Steve Kerr's coaching job this year as previous years because they're talented, but they don't have near the level of talent yeah. they've had with some of the championship squads. Yeah. So far, when Clay gets back, it's a little different, but... Um, Front runner right now, West Unsold, though? No, front runner right now is a money one. Yeah, I would probably yeah. agree with you there. Most improved, I mean, my two guys will probably be Darius Garland and Jordan Poole, right? I I don't I think Jordan Poole is definitely a candidate. Um, Darius Garland for sure. Um, guy? But my guy is Miles Bridges. Miles, Miles Bridges, Bridges went yeah, from a guy that too, you weren't sure if he's going to start coming into this year. Like maybe he'll start, probably not. Uh, and he's a bona he's a bona fide star on his team. Now. Yeah, he is. He, and he might make an all star team if he keeps it up. So, to me, Miles Bridges right now is the guy. No, I, 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 I would I would just say Jordan Poole right now, but probably Miles Bridges too. I mean, if they keep it up, but they're fourth in the East right now, the Hornets. So. I mean, there's some other guys you could probably say too. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Um, I mean, those are the main guys that come to mind. But I, yeah, I mean, those those, yeah, those, those are the main guys. guys yeah. Giannis averaging 27 still out there. Steph 27. KD, Trey Young on 26 out there. Yeah. We beat the Hawks though. What's up, Trey Young? Yeah, well, we gotta, we gotta win. We gotta, I'm yeah, not we, talking trash to anybody right yeah, now. Yeah, no, yeah. We next, gotta make next, the playoffs. Next thing is make a move or something. Man. Yeah, man. 
speaking of that, uh, reports now Damian Lillard's going, you know, frustrated with the Blazers. And he wants to play with Ben Simmons of all. Yeah, well, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe he does, but um, it's not looking good for the Damian Lillard staying in Portland. Uh, you know. Dynamic relationship is breaking up now. Well, they just fired Neil Oshley, their their uh, president of basketball operations. That's the guy that Damian Lillard, you know, basically uh, had been around his whole career. Yeah. So the president's gone. The coach is gone. Yeah. So new coach. Now they got to bring a new president. Who knows if Chauncey Billups is going to stay? The team's not playing good. Um, it's not looking good, man. I wouldn't be shocked right now if they look something like, man, you know what? Maybe it's time I get get out of here. Man, I want to go to the Knicks, maybe. Oh man. I, well, the rumor <laughs> is that that's his number yeah, one that, choice. That'd be nice. That'd be fun. But his people want him to consider Philly. Yeah, Philly. Yeah. Now, um, my thing is this: What are you giving up to get a Dame Lillard, though? Like, as yeah. great as Dame Lillard is. Dame Lillard. You gotta give up a lot. Of them. Is well, this is the thing. He's thirty-one years old. <laughs> he's not having uh, a typical MVP uh, type year. Now, I, I think that has more to do with the vibes in Portland. Yeah. But um, and he's on a like a super max deal. Yeah. I mean, I love Dame Lil, but man, I don't know if I want to mortgage my future for a thirty-one year old or point guard. But I gotta play super max money for the next like four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, if the Knicks can get Dame Lillard, but we don't have to like give up every young asset we have in every draft pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if we have to literally give him the farm, I don't know if that's the move. It's it's the move right away. But ultimately, if you, all you're gonna end up with is Julius Randle and Dame Lillard, because we yeah, basically gutted most of the team. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. We're not winning the chip with that squad. Yeah, so it's like, what are we trying to do here? You know? Might as well just ride it out with the young boys and see. Or wait for the right deal. How's um RJ Barrett doing right now? Not too good. No, he's not. Ever since his uh, thirty, I think he scored thirty-five on the Pelicans, and he was looking like, wow, yeah, he's wow. really coming to his own. He's been playing like doo doo since then. He's uh, shooting thirty-one percent from three on the year so far. Forty percent overall. Thing. Well, listen, I think um, I think he'll bounce back. He's still a young player, but he has not been playing that well. Um, which is one of the reasons I think the Knicks have been losing. Um, but he's a young player. He's going through some downs. I think he'll pick it back up. And I think the Knicks will eventually play better. I mean, I like the move with Alex Burks at the point. Um, I think their defense is going to eventually get better, mm-hmm. and then they're going to get some wins off the D, yeah. and that'll create some momentum. But, yeah, the Knicks right now not looking good. And a lot of that guys aren't playing as good as uh, the previous year. Yeah, any disappointing players though, as far as like superstars that haven't been playing good? I don't know how Luca's doing. Luca's playing fine, you know. Um, I mean, disappointing superstars. I don't know. There's some guys with their numbers down. I like I just said, Damian Lillard. He's yeah, he, he he's averaging like 22, 23 a game right now. But he got off the really. He averaged basically like about eighteen points for the first ten games. So he hasn't been playing as good as you normally would expect. Uh, outside of him, I mean, a few guys whose percentages are low. I think a lot of that has to do with the new basketball. They switched yeah. over to the Wilson ball. Oh, they did? Okay. Yeah, so I think some guys are adjusting to that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Disappointed. Julius Randle hasn't played as good as yeah, last year. I guess yeah, you know, we're still talking been, about the Knicks. Yeah, right. he hasn't been playing good. Uh, oh, well, I guess the, the main guy would be James Harden. James uh, Harden. Yeah, he, that's true, yeah. He's yeah. not putting up the, the points that he used to. He looks 
uh, a step slower. Yeah. He's still James Harden, so he's still gonna put up really good numbers. Yeah, you see, he's, he's but compared, I mean, this is a guy who averaged thirty-five points per game yeah. a couple years ago. He looks and, out of shape too. Though. Yeah, he looks out of shape. Um, he's averaging like twenty-one points a game right mm-hmm. now, which is you know, with Kyrie out, he should be averaging at least 25, 26. Yeah, yeah. And that's the funny that we say that that he hasn't. He's having a down year. But he's still having a better year than the ninety-eight percent of basically. He's number two in the league in assists. Yeah, he's he's basically yeah. giving you twenty-one, nine assists with like eight rebounds. Yeah, I mean he's still playing. You know, <laughs> he's still to me the an all-star. Yeah, starting all-star. So. Yeah, but that's probably the guy. And then maybe you want to say Westbrook. Uh, he's another guy. Do you, you know, think Kyrie is ever coming back? Or? That all depends on the uh, COVID restrictions, yeah, yeah. which. If you ask me, they're not going to ease up, yeah, so no. I would say no. Yeah. I think he, he if, you know, he's pretty much taking a stance, it seems like. He's not going to play. Yeah, he's, like, he's taking, like, a Kaepernick kind of like I, uh, Yeah, I guess. But whatever. <laughs> you know, anyway, he's losing money, and he's okay with it, so, hey, it's his check. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so, out of the league news, man, uh, Darren Williams versus Frank Gore in a boxing match. Oh, yeah, man. Um, uh, so apparently, so what I read was that Darren Williams owns, um, he's part owner of this MMA gym uh, yeah. in uh, Texas. Yeah. Um, that has a bunch of UFC fighters and things like that. So he's been training um, yeah. a lot with them for the past, you know, last couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Um, we still got that bet though, because I got Darren. I got yeah, Frank I got Frank Gore. Right. Frank Gore. The reason I got Frank Gore just because Frank Gore literally just stopped playing um, football last year. Right. He hasn't played for and he's he looked in great shape. He was still, you know, rushing. He's a workhorse, man. He's uh he's been in the league for a while, man. And um he's a football player, man, running back. He's he's used to, uh, you know, getting hit, you know, getting hit. It's boxing though, so we'll yeah. see. Yeah. It's not MMA, if not. But remember though, Darren Williams is a big point guard. He was six uh, three. Oh no, he's a big guy. He's he's definitely he's as far three. as um Six uh, three, six four. He's taller than Franco for sure. Yeah. And Franco's not that tall. But and he's um, been training. Yeah. I think I like the chances of me getting that twenty bucks. Yeah, I like. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, man. Right? We'll see. It's funny. Um, Jake Paul's supposed to fight Tommy Fury, um, Tyson Fury's brother, and uh, that's supposed to be got scratched. So now he's fighting Ty- um, Tyron Woodley again. So that so, should be another fucking boring fight. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. I look forward to the highlights the next day. That's oh, how I watch those. Oh, seriously, yeah. I hope it's not bought. Uh, because last game, last one looked bought a little bit. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I just like I like the whole uh, soap opera of it. Honestly, yeah, it's really entertaining. I don't actually watch any of the fights, yeah. but it's definitely entertaining. Royce White is is uh, making his MMA debut in LFA. That should be interesting. Whatever. Um, I'm, I, yeah, good for him. Good for Royce White. Um, yeah, man. I guess uh, these, some of these uh, athletes are seeing what um. Uh, fucking, uh, this guy could do, um, Hardy. Hardy? Hardy, the football player that fucking went to the U.S. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, he was, uh, he's a big dude. He was a defensive end. Uh, but, um, yeah, man, he had actually had some success in the UFC. Yeah, no, I remember him winning a couple fights. Uh, what, is he fighting in the Jake Paul event? No, 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 he's not. But I'm just saying a lot of these fighters are going into MMA without really having... Really, Royce White was playing in the fucking big three like a couple of years. Yeah, but he's been training MMA for a while. Royce White? Yeah, because oh, okay. I remember reading he used to do MMA a few years back. Okay. Know, so, well, he's been doing MMA like you know training and stuff. Uh, I don't know if he's 
and I think he's um, he's fought in some like you know those like rinky dink MMA oh, yeah, like amateur event. Maybe. yeah. So um, I think this is just the first time he's doing like I guess a, a known event like this. I could see James Johnson hopping right into that right after uh, yeah he retires because he's actually had an MMA fight when he was a teenager and beat yeah. like a twenty five year old when he was like sixteen seventeen. And he's been, his father is like a black belt. I forgot, I forgot what it's Taekwondo or some shit. And he's been training martial arts his whole life. Yeah, James no, Johnson. James Johnson is known to be that dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that you don't fuck with. Anybody, uh, yeah, anybody who steps into uh, James, Johnson, uh, James Johnson in the NBA, you better fucking have hands. Yeah, man. Some good fights coming up this weekend. Fucking uh, uh, Amanda Nunez fighting Juliana Pena. Uh, the Venezuelan Vixen. Oh, Henry's, yeah, that's Henry's people right there. That's what's up. Shout out to the Henry. Yeah. yeah, yes, sir. Um, also, there's um, somebody else is fucking fighting. Oh, Oliveira is fighting Dustin Poirier for the lightweight title. I think that I got Dustin Poirier on that one. I think he finally becomes the undisputed tight, um, champion. Yeah, huh? Yeah, man. All right, good for him, man. But um, that's pretty much it, guys. We're going to wrap this one up. Later. Peace.